Welcome to the Prodigy Kid Podcast, where I'm on a path to discover what successful entrepreneurs are teaching their kids about success and making money. After a near-death experience a few years ago, I'm now actively documenting my journey as I teach my son, Nate, everything I've learned as I guide him to success and entrepreneurship. On this podcast, we'll interview successful entrepreneurs to find out exactly what they are teaching their kids about success and making money, and we'll be interviewing young entrepreneurs that are having success. I'm honored and excited for this opportunity and look forward to having you along for the ride. You were never supposed to hear this. This was not supposed to happen. I wasn't going to make it. Um, one morning I got up and I uh, took my son to school, uh, had breakfast, you know, came came home and, and went to bed. And I woke up and had to use the bathroom, ran into the bathroom and uh, collapsed. I, I it felt like my heart was going to explode. I was hot and cold. I had, uh, you know, real disoriented and it just, it was crazy. So I, I collapsed onto the bathroom floor and was like, what in the world is happening right now? And I laid there thinking like, oh my God, this is the third time within a month it had happened. I was down 75 pounds. I'd been battling for like five years with this situation with my health which uh, since I was about 13 and I was haunted by one of my clients was like oh yeah my uh, husband's ex-wife died from that and here I am on the bathroom floor um, thinking my heart is gonna jump out of my my chest and about 15 20 minutes goes by and it kind of goes away and I get up and it comes back in five seconds and I collapse back on the floor like, oh, my God, this is it. And I I start thinking about my son, you know, who was eight at the time. And I'm like, I'm not going to be here to raise Nate like this is the end for me. Like and, you know, what I decided is the one thing that would get me out is if I drank water. So after about 15 minutes the second time i got up and i drank as much water as i possibly could in five seconds and then i laid that laid back down when my heart felt like it was going to explode again and i did that for hours you know like when i had taken nate to school i left the phone in the truck and his mom was at work nobody was home and i was trapped so that's what i did for hours and in the process, when you think you're going to die and you're collapsed on the floor, you do a lot of thinking. So my thoughts were right to Nate. Like I could handle dying. That's, you know, it's, I don't want to say it's no big deal to die, but the thing that was like causing me more pain and more like anxiety was the thought that I wasn't going to be a dad. I wasn't going to be there. You know, this today's father's day. It's kind of like kind of a coincidence, but I, I didn't think I was going to be there for him. And, you know, there are so many things I wanted to teach him about life and success. You know, I had started when I was 13 is when I got this chronic disease that I've had for, for now. I guess it's like 32 years I've been dealing with this and it comes and goes, comes and goes. But I, um, you know, when I was younger, my my mom used to, you know, I, I somehow someone had given me a copy of the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And then my mom seemed to always leave books around. Um, Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within, and Think and Grow Rich, and The Magic of 
thinking big and the power of positive thinking, all these classic self-help, self-development, success type books, they always found a way to be around. And by the time I was in high school, I started thinking, oh my God, you know, like, why don't they teach this information in every school in the country? Why are they not teaching people skills and how to go after your goals and, and create habits that, that, that will help you, um, um, go big. Like, why are they not teaching this stuff about writing your goals down and, and, and just, you know, the power of affirmations and visualization. And I'm like, we're learning about haikus, you know, and, and to me, you know, it was a education that was a bonus education to what I was already getting. And it was more me being hungry for the knowledge and wanting to, to, you know, I'm, I'm with this chronic disease stuck at the house sometimes for months at a time. So, you know, I'm, I'm reading, I'm, I'm, you know, trying to figure out a way to, to get through what I'm going through. And, and, you know, by the time I was in high school, I'd read, you know, so many books, um, you know, going through high school that it was, it was crazy. And then after I got out, um, you know, I went into business at age 20 and I just continued to collect books. I mean, the books behind me, you can see I've given more books away in my lifetime than are, are still here. Um, meaning, um, I was gifted that book, how to win friends and influence people. I was gift, you know, I, I, I've given away dozens of those. I've given away dozens of, um, think and grow rich the magic, you know, just cause I know the power of what, it did for me. So any chance I had to, to give that to other people, I knew it was a seed that could help them. Even, even though, you know, it cost me a little bit of money that was worth it to me because I know the benefit of what potentially could happen if they took it and they did what I did with it. And so I'm thinking of myself trapped on this bathroom floor, like I'm not going to be there to teach Nate and stuff. They don't teach it in school. I know his mom wasn't a big, um, self-development success type reader. My brother wasn't, my parents, my mother is, but, um, you know, he, he wasn't a, a reader like I was. So there's no way he was going to, you know, get this information. And I'm like thinking he's going to, you know, without me around to teach him and to be there to guide him, he's going to end up, you know, just going through life as, you know, through the system and, end up with an average job or whatever, you know, maybe even worse than average, you know, like I'm thinking like, he's not going to be happy. He's not going to be successful. He's going to be, you know, stuck in the trap of, of life that a lot of people get stuck in where, um, you know, they, even if they go to college, they end up, you know, getting a degree and then they don't have a, a you know, they don't have a job in the, in a career in the field that they got their degree in and they wasted a bunch of time and money and, you know, other times you see these people, they're in college and they're, they're working at Starbucks or, you know, a low paying job. And I'm like, dude, I don't want him to be that or, or whatever. So for hours, drinking out of a sink, my heart feels like it's going to explode. And while I'm doing that, I, I get the idea to write him a memoir. If I can get out of the situation today, I made a deal with God. If I can get out of a situation I will write down and create something for him that if I'm not going to be around, because I really truly didn't think I was making out of it that day. And even if I did make it out of it that day, I was down, think about it. I was down 75 pounds and it was more than a third of my body weight was gone. And I didn't see any relief anytime, any, anywhere. And I'm like, well, if I don't do this and create a memoir for him, he'll never get this information of, of, 
you know, how to think big and what the, you know, how to write your goals down and, and how to visualize and use affirmations and all this stuff that, that, you know, helps you become successful. Like he wasn't going to get unless I, I created something. So I, I kept drinking water. And after, you know, I got out of that situation, I came in here and I went through the bookshelves and I came up with what I felt were 40 of the most important principles that I could find. And, you know, stuff like the golden rule, honesty, but it gets into deeper, like the the theory of 10,000 hours and you have to ask and the uh, rule of 80, 20 and, and, you know, it just goes, goes deep. Um, There's people skills, there's um, productivity, there's, there's all kinds of stuff in there. Um, So I wrote this chapter list of 40 chapters and then the next day I set an alarm and I was in here writing at 530. Um, I wrote until I had 500 to a thousand words and a pretty good first chapter. So throughout the day, I would go back to the bookshelf. I would go to Google and I would find other, you know, edit and make, you know, create a, a better document. So by the time the end of the day came around, I had a really good chapter and a really good, um, whatever the principle was, I had a really good, uh, simple, very child friendly type chapter. So the next morning, Boom, 5.30 comes around. I'm in here, um, you know, picking and choosing which which principle draws me in today. So, boom, that that's the chapter about affirmation. So I'd, I'd start writing and just that's all I could think about and that's all I would do. And I, and I went through and, and um, you know, the next morning, the third day, 5.30, I was up. I did that for 40 days straight. And the craziest thing happened is all along the, the time I was doing that, I end up like running into this, this lady and she used a frequency machine and guided me with diet. And it allowed me to heal my body naturally. Um, I had, my doctor had said I I hit a brick wall and I I may have to have a surgery. I may be uh, at the end of the line. And this lady using this frequency machine, I thought it was 50% better after two treatments in one week. It was ridiculous. And, um, you know, she said it wasn't, you know, 50%, it might maybe half a percent or 1%. So over a period of a year, year and a half, I used this machine a lot and gradually pulled myself out of it. But then I realized, like, I went through all this stuff and created this book. Maybe this, because I healed and I didn't die. Now I have the opportunity to be here for Nate. Now I have the opportunity to, to teach him these things. And then I'm like, well, you know, it's important for me and Nate and my family to to be able to use this tool, this book, The Prodigy Kid, then why not launch it to the world? So I went through the process of giving the book to teachers. There's like 10 teachers that got the book, a bunch of customers of mine, family, friends, whoever. I, I printed probably a hundred of these books out for people to edit and go through and give me ideas and and tell me that this they didn't like this part, they like this other part, whatever. And I, I changed it a little bit. But at the end of the day, um, a lot of people had their eyes on it. Everybody thought it was awesome. And I ended up having it professionally edited twice. Um, so, um, you know, I figured, why not, why not launch it to the world? So that's kind of what we're doing right now. And, um, you know, Nate has been through it multiple times. He, um, you know, ask him, Hey, what, what's the, what's the rule of 80, 20 or, or what, tell me about the golden rule or whatever. And he'll, he'll know it, you know, and every once in a while he'll, uh, 
he'll want to do something and uh you know like he, he didn't want to go to school because it was the end of the quarter and nobody else was there so i'm like all right come on come with me you can come to work with me and i was doing contracts so i was like all right i want you to do like you know, a little, little report on each one of these chapters. And he, he started going through. So I, I do use it. Um, and he does understand it. Um, and it's very, very simple, um, explanation. It's got, um, infographics for every chapter, but anyway, that, you know, to go a little bit deeper, um, now what, what the, the, what the podcast is because I'm not, at the end of the line, I'm not going to die. I'm going to be around. I'm here. He is now 13. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously he's got all that, those 40 principles embedded in his mind, but I really want to get to the bottom of like, what do the wealthy teach their kids about money and success? And that's the whole purpose behind this podcast is, you know, when it comes to, to Nate, you know, I, I don't want to say, you know, if I jump up and down, make a big deal out of this, this prodigy kid, make a big deal out of entrepreneurship and make a big deal out of um, interviewing like real awesome entrepreneur kids that are successful, you know, interviewing really awesome entrepreneur parents and find out what they're doing with their kids. Um, you know, even the lessons that I'll be doing solo that get in, in a deep, you know, deeper into the topics. I mean, those are things that can benefit him, you know, like the, the, the things that, you know, when he listens to one of the prodigy kids that we interviewed, like, what did they do? Like, you know, maybe it'll get him excited. Maybe he'll get an idea like, Oh, I could do something like that. But instead of doing that, I'll do, you know, instead of doing candles, I'll sell soap or what, you know, like he'll, it'll jog his memory. And then, you know, on my end of it to interview the parents, um, you know, successful business owners and entrepreneurs and what are they doing with their kids? Um, not only will it be what are they doing with their kids, but what were they doing when they were younger? Like what age did they find out that they were an entrepreneur and they weren't going to have a job? And, and you know, the whole purpose of, of this, of course, is to tell you kind of my background, how I got into it, which, you know, it was kind of an unfortunate health situation that guided me to do a tremendous amount of reading and uh near death experience to get me to a point to write the prodigy kid book um and the system and all the other the blueprint and the challenge and everything that goes with it um you know so it was you know there's negative things that have have come from it but um you know it's we turn get get lemons you turn them into lemonade so anyway this the whole the whole thing is let's let's figure out what's working and let's figure out what motivates and, and, you know, let's figure out what exactly, um, you know, the, the, the wealthy are, are teaching their, their kids about success and, you know, making money. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to, you don't have to be like, like, you know, like a billionaire or whatever. That's not, you know, if you're, if you have a lot of money, that's great, but or do you have a good relationship with your kids? You know, are you, are your, you know, are you just making a bunch of money and then your kids hate you or, or, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to, we want the full picture. We want, you know, you're, you're, you're healthy and you're eating right. And you're teaching your kids that, you know, you're, you have good relationships with them. You have good relationships with, with other, you know, your family, your friends, your, your, whatever you have, you know, financial stability, you're making good money, you're growing, you have a vision for the future of, you know, you're here, you're maybe not where you want to be, but you're on your way to a destination and you're on the, 
entrepreneurial, go big, change the world path. Like that's what we want to do. We want to try to motivate these kids by putting other kids in front of them. We want to be able to find out and help the parents based on what are other parents do to guide the kids. So I don't know. We'll take my negative story and my negative situation that that got me to this point now where I shouldn't be. And let's go ahead and, and um, you know, make something awesome from it. I know that all it's going to take in my efforts is one kid to to take this and run with it and, and be super, super successful. And that fulfills my mission. But you know what? At the end of the day, I know that what I'm doing with this and with the Prodigy Kid, you know, for my own child, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm going above and beyond to be able to make sure that he gets this stuff. I mean, he's going into eighth grade. He's got eighth. He's got nine, 10, 11, 12. He's got five full years before technically he would be on his own or in college or whatever he's going to do. So I've got five good years to embed the most powerful principles and success habits into his life. And that's what hopefully we'll be able to accomplish with this uh, podcast and with me doing it with my child, we'll hopefully we'll be able to do it with yours as well. And, uh, you know, I have one, so I say my child, but, you know, it could be your children. It doesn't matter. Um, we just want to push everybody forward and um, create something that is, um, you know, will change lives. But anyway, thank you so much for listening and we will see you on the next uh, episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you go to prodigykidblueprint.com, you can register for our free Prodigy Kid Blueprint that comes with a digital copy of the Prodigy Kid book, 40 Success Principles Kids Should Learn in School But Aren't Being Taught. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.